In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. This is Live La Belladita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Dawn Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, if you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togina.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. Benvenuto, and welcome to the La Bella Vita show. I'm Don Catherine, your host, and I'm happy that you're joining us tonight. I hope that you have poured yourself a glass of wine and ready to welcome back our special guest, Nylon Jawar, who gave us some great info a few weeks ago regarding planning your Italy trip around the different Italian feasts and festivals. If you didn't hear it, you can go back to my show page at La Bella Vita and listen to the podcast. The show was on August the 11th, so check that out if you missed it because it was a great show. Tonight, Madeline and I are going to be talking about off-the-beaten-path destinations as far as adventure in a way. Uh, we're going to talk about some cycling and some hiking tours and a little bit of Venetian mask making, and I know that's like a totally crazy random combination, but I have Venice on my mind because tomorrow the International Venice Film Festival starts, and my faux boyfriend, you know, George Clooney, love him, call me, uh, was seen in a water taxi today crossing the Grand Canal with Cindy Crawford and her husband, Randy, and they were going to the help Hotel Soprani. And he, of course, was looking hot. Love him. Anyway, his new film, The Political Drama in Thrilla, The Ides of March, is opening the gala at this year's festival. And if luck will have it, this could be some Arska mojo for Mr. Clooney because at the last 2008 film festival, The Hurt Locker, opened up the film festival. It went on to win six Oscars, including Best, best Picture. So let's hope that uh, that mojo is going for Mr. Clooney because I love him. He is going to be my future baby's daddy. That's what I would like to think anyway. But anyway, um, my other love of my life, he's like second. Al Pacino is getting a Lifetime Achievement Award for his contribution to cinema, so he will be getting a Golden Lion Award, and I'm really happy because I love me some Al Pacino. Every Italian girl loves Al Pacino. Every Italian has seen every Al Pacino movie, and if you're Italian and you haven't seen every Al Pacino movie, 
then certainly the Italian people are going to take away your Italian carrying card because, you know, you have to see every Al Pacino movie. It's just, it's just a given. So congrats to my love, Al Pacino, and congratulations to my boy, George Clooney. I love you. Um, so anyways, what has me spelled on my Ignitato of the week, my style icon of the week, of course, Mr. George Clooney, for making the impossible possible, because I never thought that anybody could outshine or outbeautify the city of Venice herself, and he did. He was just looking so hot. He's so nice and tan right now. He had on this light button-down shirt, the wind blowing in his hair. I mean, he's just hot. So he is just epic. I love him. So Sia Akon, Mr. George Clooney, my love. Um, our wine pick of the week is by my friend, Stu the Wine Guru, who you can find at stewthewineguru.com. And he has suggested that our wine pick of the week is Guado Al Pastel by Antorini. And it's a red blend from Tuscany. And he said it is magnificent. So I think that you should check it out. Also, so everybody's talking about the hurricane, and I just want to send out my best wishes for the recovery efforts in the wake of damage caused by Hurricane Irene. And I don't know if I said this last week, but my grandmother, her name was Irene, and I knew she was going to cause some trouble, just like my grandmother. So anyway... Um, I just wanted to shout out to Vermont, especially they having some major flooding issues. It's a disaster. And uh, actually some of the areas that got hit really bad is places that my family and I vacationed at about two years ago. We rented a cabin up in Vermont. And uh, that whole area is actually like they can't even get through right now. So send love and prayers to Vermont. And to everybody else who had some damage and whatnot to a storm. So that's all I have to say, really, this week. That's what my thoughts are. So without further ado, I am going to introduce my friend and the Miss Madeline. Welcome to the show, Madeline. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm good, darling. How are you? So good to have you back on the show. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. Yes. We didn't cover yes. everything we wanted to last time. Uh, I know. I just think I keep on. I, I think we, my show needs to be two hours now. My producer <laughs> Anna is probably like rolling her eyes right now and saying, "I cannot handle two hours of you." Oh <laughs> but <I'm> no! Really, <laughs> she loves me. She really does. She does. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I mean, honestly, God, you know, there is like an hour before us that's empty. So I'm thinking I might need to have a chat. Maybe we can make my show an hour and a half because it just never seems to be enough time to cover everything that we want to cover. So anyway, so we got into some great conversations last time about, you know, the different festivals and planning your trip around all the different festivals, which I think we is did. a brilliant That's great. So this week, um, I just think that we need to talk about some of the off and beaten paths. And uh, I know that you had told me that you do, in the past actually, um, have done bike tours and hiking tours and have lots of um, input on that. So I just kind of wanted to pick your brain about that and tell my listeners about if they're cycling enthusiasts, 
you know, whether they're hardcore enthusiasts or if they are just the average person who just thinks it's just like I do, I want to get, I don't want like one of those hardcore cycle things, but, you know, a little cute little bike with the little basket and a little, you know, mm-hmm. ringy dingy thing, you know, with flowers in the front, that would be me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I wanted to do something like that, what could I do? So what are your suggestions? Well, I have lots of suggestions. I mean, as you said, I used to uh, work as a tour guide. So, and the tours that I did were not uh, for hardcore cyclists, but there certainly were very, every, very, every level on the tours. And so you'd get the people that hadn't been on a bike in 15 years and they would just barely make the 20 miles that you cycled that day. And then you'd get the people that would do the 20 miles go backwards and forwards and check on all their friends, um, do the extra loop at the end of the day and, you know, still be back at the hotel at three o'clock. So, um, there definitely was, uh, every type of cyclist on these tours. I think the first thing I would say about anybody who wants to cycle or the first thing I would say to anybody who wants to cycle in Italy is that Italy is a cyclist's paradise. It's a sport that is huge in Italy, and especially on Sundays, you can't even miss it. Everybody is on a bike, especially in the countryside. Um, Everybody from, you know, your stereotypical Italian older woman with the baskets of market food, the bags of market food and the baskets on her bike cycling up that hill on the one speed, you know, bike to... um, That'd be me. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a stereotypical kind of image, you know, you've got the the same woman that goes and then stirs polenta for three hours. Mm-hmm. But uh, to the, 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 the team of guys, you know, dressed up in spandex and on Sundays and, um, you know, they used to cycle by us and, and they're, they're all out for speed and it's their Sunday ride and they're going through the country and they would go by us and they would go, die, 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 forza, you know, like, come on, come on. So I just think Italy is, that's the first point to make because Italy is, can please any type of cyclist. You want a short ride, you want a long ride, you want a easy ride, you want a hard ride. Italy has it. And not only that, Italy has the infrastructure. So it's got bike paths, it's got um, bike rentals, it's easy to cycle practically anywhere. Um, and it's, 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 it's easy to, to, if, if you want to, if you're a traveler who you, you just like taking the sort of slow road and you just want to be on a bike and you're, you're really, you really want to be a tourist. Um, you can do that and you can still be a tourist. You don't have to have a cycling vacation. You can still, you know, be a tourist in Italy and see all the touristy things and just add a cycling half day or a day or two days to that. Or you can take a full cycling vacation and everything in between. So, I mean, I have a a few routes. Great. That's really awesome. We're going to be coming up on our break in about a minute and a half, but um, I I do have some questions for you. Um, I have uh, some friends that are like the hardcore cyclists, and I know you didn't do a lot of that, but they did have some questions, so we're going to ask you those when we get on the other side of the break. And um, I know that uh, there's many places that you can – cycle throughout Italy, but the funniest thing was when I was asking questions or asking people, you know, I have this, you know, guest on tonight, and she, 
you know, does bike tours. And if you were going to go to Italy, what would, you know, what, what would you want to know? And everybody said, I want to know about biking through Tuscany. Hands down, every single person said that I want to know about Tuscany. I want, isn't it funny? I just think, I don't know. I think it's just people, everybody has that whole romantical view of Tuscany. So I think that's why they did so. Um, Good. I think, well, I used to get yeah. in Tuscany. I have a lot that's to great. say about cycling in Tuscany, but awesome. I wouldn't. Okay, great. I it might not be my first choice for hardcore cyclists, but we can <laughs> we can get we can get to that. All right. Well, we're going to be coming up on break now. So on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about all of these questions and more. So I will see you on the other side. We'll be back with Madeline. Oh. You know, he just might. This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. The trick to getting published with your host, Florence Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Flo has seen it, done it, and now can share from her experiences as a newspaper staff reporter, feature writer, freelance editor, and college writing instructor. And now Flo has authored a system whereby her students enjoy a 90% success rate in attaining publication of their manuscripts for the first time. In just four years, she has over 800 of her own articles published in national magazines, newspapers, and anthologies. Author of several books, including the powerful memoir, The Sicilian Nobleman's Daughter, Florence has advised and edited professors, deans, PhDs, and hundreds of students' writings before submission. And now it's your turn. Join us Friday nights with your questions. Most of Flo's students say they've learned much and thoroughly enjoyed the journey. It's The Trick to Getting Published with your host, Flo Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. And from thence, I had great desire to see Italy and came to Venice and from thence to Florence where I played before the Duke and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. 
If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. This is Don Catherine. This is the La Bella Vita Show, and welcome back. We have Madeline Jawa with us tonight, again, for the second time. And before we went to break, we were talking about biking and different uh, tours and paths that you can take. So um, so let's get back into that conversation. So but what is your, you know, I, I, before we went to break, I talked about how everybody has this romantical view about, you know, taking tours through Tuscany, which I'm sure are magnificent. <laughs> uh, but what, yeah. do, what suggestions do you have that might be off the beaten path that most people might not think of but would be an extraordinary place to bike through? I think it depends how long you want to go for and what level of cycling you're looking for. Um, okay. When I design my trips, I get a lot of people who just, they like biking, but they don't want to miss on the, out on the main sites. So they're not looking to spend, you know, five days of their 10-day Italy vacation on a bike only because there's so much else that they want to do. So right. there's a few favorites I have just for um, sort of easy to please in terms of easy to rent bikes you're on a bike, you see the countryside, or you see some beautiful scenery, you're still in Italy, and it doesn't take too much of your time. Um, and so for easy rides, um, that's sort of, if you're going to Florence, um, you know, it's nice to kind of venture outside Florence. And this is, you can still say that you went cycling in Tuscany, but Tuscany is notorious for hills. When I used to cycle in Tuscany, um, people would take photos of the of the road signs that say like the percent grade that you're cycling on because it's <laughs> steep, you know. It, like, oh, they're crazy. It, <laughs> it's steep. Tuscany is hilly, and that's one thing to know if you're cycling in Tuscany. With the exception of, you know, Tuscany has lots of hill towns, but there's a great town that you know I'm sure you know called Luca, um, pretty famous, just an hour or so west of um, Florence towards Pisa, and it is one of the only towns in Tuscany that is not a hill town, which is great because it means you don't have to walk uphill to get there. But then not only that, it's completely surrounded 360 degrees by um, a wall. And the wall is wide. It's wide enough that they used to actually um, race cars on it because it's a perfect circle and it's, it's really wide. So there's a park on top of it and you can rent bikes and you can ride bikes around the city of Luca on this wall. And kids can do it. It's easy. It's a 25-minute ride. You can say you're on a bike in Tuscany. You can, you know, go up there and have a picnic. It's a great couple hours activity. And you can say, I rode bikes in Italy. So that's kind of a, you know, something that's great. And, and you'll be satisfied. I mean, you'll think, this is gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, for more off-the-beaten-path, in the still in the easy category, there is a fabulous ride up in the Dolomites. And it is way up. And it actually, you actually ride into Austria. So I always tell people that you may just want to bring your passport just in case. I mean, not that you really need to with the EU, but um, you actually do cycle into Austria. And it's um, about a three-hour cycle. And it's more or less downhill. So you start in Italy in a, in a town called San Cassiano. And you rent a bike 
and you get on a cycle path and you bike for three hours and essentially downhill. And so you don't want to go the other way. That's important to note because everybody's kind of going at warp speed from San Cassiano. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to do and you don't want to do it on Sundays because it's crowded and you don't want to do it the other direction. And you and you cross the border into Austria. And I don't know if you know the Loacker um cookies. The uh they're sold all over the place around Europe. But the factory is right on the bike path or right off the bike path. So you can stop and buy or eat some chocolate loacker cookies and mm -hmm. (laughs) very nice very nice stuff and there's you know i i send people on there too with kids because you can not only rent kids bikes but you can also rent um those um uh what do you call those chariot things that you pull on a bike yeah and you can rent the uh they call them trail bikes here where it's like a one wheel and one seat and then like an arm that attaches to the parent's bike seat so you you're kind of pulling the kid the kid bicycles but you're kind of more or less pulling them so for kind of four to six year olds they can do that and it's and there's playgrounds along the way and there's picnic sites and so you arrive in the town of Lienz, austria which is very pretty and then you put your bike on the train or in high season they just have vans there that you give the bike back um, and you take the train back to san candido I think on the way, I think when I first talked about it, I think I said San Cassiano. It's not San Cassiano, it's San Candido. So those are two really easy ones. And I, and the Dolomites one is, I would say very off the beaten path. I have not been to that area and I'm dying to go because it's just, I've seen pictures. It's just magnificently breathtakingly. It's just unbelievable. I I really, (laughs) it's fabulous. And it has every level of cycling. So you were asking me about um, cycling for hardcore cyclists. Well, that's where you want to go if you're a hardcore cyclist. You want to go to the Dolomites. And that's where you want to go if you're a medium cyclist. Because they have, um, um, in June, or halfway through, actually more like early July or halfway through July, they have what they call a bike day where they close all the roads and people just converge on the Dolomites and they just cycle and it's every level of cyclists. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's really just a cyclist paradise and the infrastructure is so easy. It's so easy to rent bikes. There's um, bike like support all over the place. I mean, you can find maps with... Um, if you look at the, some of the, if you go onto some of these websites and you look at some of the cycling maps, they have little icons that said, you know, you can get air here and you can get water here and you can, you know, there's a bike shop here and it's very, very cyclist friendly and you, and it's, and it's the Dolomites. So you want to be different. I mean, you could do the downhill ride that I suggested, or you could do the kind of more flat ride or the easier ride uh, when they open up the roads, but you can get difficult. I mean, this is where people go to train. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, some of my friends who are the hardcore people, they're like, where do the pros train? I want to know that, <laughs> you know, I want to do what they do. I, I had to tell you when I, I was driving through um, uh, Umbria uh, a couple of years ago and I was going through, you know, obviously there's so many like hilly portions of where I was driving through. I was just so amazed at these, these bikers, I mean, first of all, a lot of them were by themselves, which I thought was just kind of crazy to be out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Mm-hmm. But it was just, 
you know, when when you're going, you know, I'm going up the hill, and I see them, like, biking up the hill, and I'm like, oh, dear Jesus, I would have a heart attack. I mean, it's just, I mean, it, there's a thing about having a steep hill, but these are, like, you can just, like, look up at some of these, you know. These hills yeah. are, like, on 100% incline, you know, and then they when they get to the top of the hill, and then they're going down, and it's just, like, I would be freaking out that I was going down so fast, you know. Yeah. They, just, uh, how can you, like, control that? Uh, obviously, yeah. if you're an experienced cyclist, you'd know what to do, but it was just, you know, and they are just, like, fl- I mean, I'm driving That's in a fine. car, and they're flying by me, and I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? You know, and, yeah. and, and the hills are so curvy, and I'm just like, oh, my God, it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of, you know, that's a good point. Like people should remember, I think that Italy is mostly mountains. I think I read a statistic somewhere that Italy is something like 80% mountains. I mean, if you want to cycle in Italy, you have to look for a route that's not hilly. And a great place to do that is Parma and the Po Valley. If you go near Parma, there's like the plain, the Po Valley plain. So if you want somewhere that's flat, you know, you go up to the Dolomites and do that easy route, or you go to Luca and you cycle around the walls, or you go to Parma and you cycle along the Po Valley. Um, or there's actually a great bike ride out right um, on on um, the island, uh, one of the islands of Venice called Pelestrina. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy. And it's eight miles long, and it's totally flat, and there's bike rentals all over the place, and you can see Venice on one side and the water on the other, and easy. Unless that would be a beautiful ride for somebody to take, I think, because, you know, that's that's also kind of off the beaten path. Like you're in Venice, you take a ferry to Lido, which is right there. Mm -hmm. And then you do this bike ride and you feel like you've gotten off the beaten path, but you're still in Venice and you go back and you have dinner. You know, you go back to your hotel in Venice and you have dinner in Venice and you just feel like you kind of got off the beaten path without even really leaving Venice. That sounds like a great time. I, I think I think that I could, might even do that. But <laughs> that one's really easy. One. And, and there's yeah. be, and you're cycling along an island, so there's beaches too. So if it's warm, you just bring a towel or a bathing suit or whatever, and you that hang out at the beach. Like, that is my kind of ride. Where if I get too hot and sweaty, because if you know anything about me, I am a total prima donna. I don't like to get <laughs> hot and sweaty, so I, I would be like all about okay, like you know bike for like a quarter mile yeah it's time to go take a little dip in the water (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then we'll get back to the bike it it probably like what takes me like you know most people like you know three or four hours would probably end up taking me like nine (laughs) it's all good it's all good well and Uh, but that's why but that's why you know when i was guiding bike tours we would do i mean there are varying levels but a lot of times our our the what we would cycle on a day was 25 miles because and you would stretch it out as you say, to six hours or seven hours, because there's so much. You don't want to zip by those wineries. You don't want to zip by that uh, natural hot springs. You don't want to zip by that leather store. You know, you want to stop and buy leather or stop and soak in the hot springs or stop and taste wine. Or So there's so much to do in Italy that I think, you you know, you do want to have fewer miles and stop more often. So it's perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think that's perfect. Well, we're coming up on a break in about fifteen seconds, and uh, when we come back on the other side of break, we're going to talk about if you have anything else to tell me about some bike tours or some tips that you want to share, and then we can go into maybe some hiking if you have any hiking ideas. And I wanted to talk to you about the Apian Way because I know I, it's something that I would like to do. So. Um, when we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about all that stuff with Madeline. This is Don Catherine, the La Bella Vita Show. We'll be back. 
This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Attention parents and teachers. Here is a series of alarming yet true facts about the current state of teaching reading in the United States. The federal government has spent close to half a trillion dollars to improve reading ability, and yet we still have over 8 million students who cannot read on grade level. 440,000 students who have a total reading vocabulary of 50 words or less, and a national dropout rate of one new student every 26 seconds. Sadly, one of these could be yours. Fortunately, it's not too late to help. Introducing The Reading Show with Dr. Joe, a fast-paced, highly informative, easy-to-listen-to show led by nationally recognized reading authority, Dr. Joe Lakovich. For more on Joe on the show, check out his website, failurefreeonline.com. Listen in this week to learn amazingly simple ways to turn this problem around. The Reading Show with Dr. Joe, with your host, Dr. Joe Lakovich, Fridays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is Don Catherine. And we are back with Live La Bella Vita. And today we have and we have been talking about cycling in Italy. What could be more wonderful than that? And I, during the break, had this amazing thought because my, I don't think that I talked to you about this, Madeline, but I think mm. my, producer, <laughs> Anna, my producer, Anna, knows that uh, I want to uh, have my photographs taken in a Tuscan field of sunflowers so i think that we need to organize a tour for me a bike tour where i can bike my way a little bit to a beautiful sunflower and field and have my picture taken and do it while i'm on a bike that's that's my new that's my new dream now so we have to set up (laughs) you know what though um that is not as simple as it seems and i only say that because Seriously, because I, I mean, I have these clients who, you know, I, I talk to them and I say, what do you want to do in Italy? Where do you want to go? What's your travel pace? What's the balance of the trip? All of that. And I did get a request once for, I want to go to Italy when the sunflowers are there. And, you know, I lived in Italy for five years. And I think when you live there, you see them and then you just think, great, there are the sunflowers. They're there for a really long time. Yeah, it's right around June. And I thought, well, how do I tell this person when to book her flights? And so I started researching when the sunflowers bloom. And it's not the same every year because I knew that I had seen them in Tuscan. We used to cycle by them. So I knew that I had seen them. I mean, first there's the poppies and the fields are all red and then the poppies kind of go away and the sunflowers come and the fields are all yellow. But you might have to go for two months in order to get that photo, I would suggest. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. I know. I I'm you. sure you wouldn't have a problem with that. I think you would probably want to get a photo in poppies too. So just to cover your bases, you know, just to see whether red or yellow looks better with your skin tone. You know, we are soul sisters. I swear to God. 
<laughs> we think way too much alike. I think that, um, yes, well, I am blonde, so I think that the sunflowers would be best for me, but I'm sure that, you know, I tend to wear black a lot, so I think uh-huh. the black and the, the red poppies would be a magnificent photo as well. Oh, so that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I think we should try them both and then see what is best. <laughs> I do too. I like the way you speak. So, okay, so when we went, you know, before we went to break, we were talking about all these magnificent places that people can tour on bikes. And um, I mentioned the EPM way because one of the things that I are, that's on my bucket list, so to speak, you know, the, one of the things I is on my list before I die, um, is I want to do the pilgrimage on the EPM way, which starts up in Canterbury, correct? And takes you all the way mm-hmm. down to through the Avian Way, the old way that they did how many thousands of years ago? <laughs> it's a long time ago. But uh, so I know that you were, you know, is it, is it possible, do you know, can you bike it or is it just you a can. walk? You can. Okay. You can bike it. So, um, and you can bike it. And I actually uh, was, when when you said the um, Apian Way, I was, I was thinking now, I know it as the Via Francigena, and I was thinking that was the Via Francigena, the Italian one, and the Apian Way, and I thought there's, it's not similar enough. Like, it's not Francigen and Francigena. I mean, so I actually went to look it up because I was trying to figure out what it was. And um, once I looked it up, I realized, or I read, that the Via Francigena is actually, or Francigena, I guess maybe you would say, is is the one from Canterbury to Rome, and the Appian Way starts in Rome and goes down to Brindisi. Ah, uh, see, yeah, so there you go. People, so people who've been to Rome see the Appian Way, the Appian Way all the time, written on street signs, and you can actually rent bikes and cycle on the Appian Way in Rome, or walk it, or whatever, you'll see it in Rome. Um, but going through Italy, uh, you would follow the pilgrimage route, or if, if you started in Canterbury, you would start, you know, you'd follow the pilgrimage route called the Francigena. And you can cycle it. Um, and I found, I just did a, a Google search and I found a tour that had, it, it went in 2009, but they started in, um, in Italy. They started in the Alps and they cycled the route down to Rome and they took 14 days to do it. So it's See, I think, that would be, I think that would be amazing to do. I really yeah. do think that would be an amazing, you know, for, you know, someone who's especially a hardcore cycle enthusiast, I think would absolutely love to do. That's like such a great tour. I mean, good yeah. Lord. And to end up in Rome, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> but it goes, yeah, it goes you- down all the way to, to Brindisi, you said? Is yeah, to Brindisi, where which is famous today for the place that all the ferries leave for Greece, right? Um, but it's a very historic place. I mean, yeah, cycling that route is a very culturally interesting route, and you get to go through great towns like Lucca and Siena and Montalcino with all the wine, and um, you start in the gorgeous Alps, and you actually go through Parma, taste some cheese, and eat some ham, and. You know, balsamic vinegar. So it's it's a fabulous route. It's a fantastic yeah, that's route. Amazing. And and I know I you know I actually saw one time I I don't know which travel show that I had I watched and it, it they did show and it's actually how I got on my whole Avian Way kick because they were actually showing the the south side of the Avian Way trip because not a lot of pe- a lot of people just end at Rome they don't do the whole thing and mm-hmm. it was kind of 
showing you the, you know, what you can see when you go all the way down. It was just amazing. There was some really lovely little towns and, and places to, to stop and to, you know, to explore and to, you know, the, the different culture, you know, because there's a whole different kind of flavor down the farther south mm-hmm. you get. The, they're, you know, the Italians tend to be a little bit different <laughs> the further oh, south yeah. you go down. So, you know, it was, yeah. it was quite interesting. And I said, wow, that would be just like a really cool thing to do. So that's on my bucket list. So I want to get that done sometime. So we'll share any um, any information on the show tonight. We will put up on my web page on my show page and uh, we'll share the links if anybody has any questions they can always email me or they can email Madeline and we'll give you her website at the end of the show so that you can get in touch with her if you want her to arrange a little tour for you or give you some travel information or some planning information she can do that so, okay, so what about hiking? I know that obviously with cycling they have the, you know, hiking is just as popular. People like to do that as well. Are you, are this, the places pretty similar as far as the hiking and the biking? Do they kind of go hand in hand or is there just a totally different realm of places that you would suggest to go and hike in? Um, so the overlap I would say is the Dolomites. Um, most of the people that I, I, de- I design a lot of hiking tours for people and I do a lot of, um, shorter sort of half day or day trips along the coast. And so, um, starting up near, well, the Cinque Terre is probably one of Italy's most famous hikes. The five villages that start at Monte Rosso al Mare, uh, just south of Genoa and go along the cliffside villages. Um, and I used to guide that hike when I worked as a hiking tour guide. But um, I, I, it's not one of my favorite hikes anymore, not because it's not beautiful, but just because it's so busy and yeah. um, it's, it's, it's overrun with people uh, and it's gorgeous. But there are other beautiful places to hike in Italy. And so there's, there's um, unless you have some kind of connection with the Cinque Terre and you've always wanted to go there, then I say, go do it go to the Cinque Terre. But there are equally beautiful hikes, you know, going from uh, Camogli, um, which is very close to the Cinque Terre, and you can hike along to, um, there's a gorgeous abbey called San Fruttuoso that you can only get to by boat or walking. And then from there, you can actually continue on to Portofino. Um, and that's a really, that's a, a day, and it's really pretty. Um, there's a lot on the, on the coast or you could go down. I actually, um, have got people right now, uh, who are hiking on the Amalfi coast. There's a great path called the uh, path of the gods and it goes from just above Positano essentially. And it's only a couple hours. I mean, there are lots and lots. I mean, once you get up there into the hills, there are so many paths, but there's, um, a great half day sort of route that you can just start, you get up there, you start, you finish, you go down 1500 steps, you end up in Positano, you spend time on the beach, you take the boat back to your hotel and it's just a nice day. So that's for somebody that just kind of wants to add a hiking portion to their trip. Um, I would say for more serious hikers for very, for well, maybe serious for fantastic, um, views, the, I go back to the Dolomites again. And the reason I, love the Dolomites is because, uh, it's not, 
as difficult as you think it might be. So the lifts, the chairlifts and the gondolas run all summer. So you can take the lift up and then hike around. And maybe, maybe the hike that you do is completely flat or maybe it's really difficult, but you take the lift up at the beginning of the day, you do your hike. And then if you have not great knees, you take the lift down. So you have every level and length of possible hike in the Dolomites. But I would also say hikers, you know, don't underestimate Italy. It's all hills. I mean, I am, you know, I've got people going on a hiking trip in Umbria leaving next week. And the the number of available hikes in Umbria are overwhelming to them. And it's really hard for us to narrow narrow it down. And I was actually on the phone today talking to them and saying, okay, here are the six that would be fabulous, but you have to pick one, you know. Uh, so yeah, I would just say it depends, you know, how long of a hike do you want? How difficult do you want? And go for it. It'll fit into any itinerary. You can get the views, you can get the difficulty. Um, the other thing that's nice too is, is Italy is so populated that, um, yes, you have to be careful about not getting lost. Not that you can't get lost, but especially in the Dolomites and the Alps, you can do multi-day hikes very easily and they've got these uh rifugi where which are little huts built in the mountain and they serve food and they offer beds and they're you know and you just hike up and you arrive and you get a hot meal and you get a bed and then you wake up the next day and you hike to the next mountain rifugio and you can do a 5 10 15 day hike just hopping from rifugio to rifugio and that's a very big um activity in italy the, those rifugi in the summertime are busy. So the infrastructure is there, which is the point. The infrastructure sure. is there. That's, that's awesome. Actually, you know, I have a really good friend, Christine, who I travel with often. Uh, we worked together for years and became great friends. And we, we do a lot of girls' trips. You know, we, we usually once a year take a girls' trip, and usually we go without reservations. But she is a huge hiker. She loves it. She actually lives up in Vermont. And uh, she, during the summertime, is constantly hiking. So that would be so up her alley. She would absolutely love that. So I'll have to share that information with her for sure. We're going to be coming up on break in about 30 seconds. So, you know, our time together always just seems to go so fast. But uh, when, <laughs> when we get back, we'll talk a little bit. If you have any more information about hiking that you want to pass on, uh, we'll talk about that. And then I have a couple of, like, really random things I want to talk to you about, like maybe truffle hunting. I think it would be kind of interesting to know about truffle hunting. So when we get back on the other, yeah. So when we get back from the other side of break, we'll talk about that. This is Don Catherine, and this is Labella's show. La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. 
After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, TrishaGoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Welcome back. This is Dawn Catherine. This is Lil Bella Vita Show, and we have the wonderful Madeline Jawaran with us this evening. And before we run out of time, because it does go by so quickly, I would love for you to give us your website so that anybody who is interested in using you to plan their next adventure journey to Italy, that they can contact you. Yes, um, I am at uh, www.italybeyondtheobvious.com, and I am on Twitter sometimes at Madeline J, M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E-J. I think that's it. And I'm on okay. Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page, Italy Beyond the Obvious. On yes, Facebook. you do. And I actually became a fan today because you did not tell me that last time we were on oh. the air. Well, welcome and, to the fan page. Well, The fan page is where I share a lot of very specific things. So I don't have time to write a blog post, but I have a client that just came back and said, this hotel was fabulous. And so I'll just post the link on the fan page and say, great hotel. Or, you know, that's where I I give really specific suggestions. Whereas on my blog, I sort of write about general trends or, you know, how to find a great hotel in Italy or here's 47 47 reasons you should go visit the town of, you know, Padua. Um, so it's a different, the Italy, uh, fan, the beyond the obvious fan page is a lot more specific recommendations. Right. Gotcha. And I, I will have to tell you, um, before I ever into, you know, when I, before I had met you, 
um, virtually on the phone and uh, to you. Um, I had gone to your your blog and your website, and I was just amazed at the amount of content that you have on your blog. And it's just amazing when you go, you know, when you go to her site, it's just, you know, you have specific topics on everything, you name it, whether it be food or a specific location or any random thing that you could think of. She has content on her blog and website about uh, something that you need to know. So it's a valuable, valuable resource and very thorough. So I commend you you on that. Thank you. Well, I don't, you know, I write it because I don't, not everybody can pay for um, Italy knowledge, and sometimes they just need to read a paragraph and their question is answered. So I just say, go to my blog if you have the time. I I usually plan trips for people that don't have the time. So if you have the time, go find the information yourself, and, you know, you can count on that what I'm writing is accurate, basically. And really, you know, I do recommend the stuff on my site. That's awesome. That's great. So, okay, um, did you have any loose ends that you want to tie up with the hiking? Was there anything else that you might want to mention, or were we done with that? <laughs> um, I guess, well, there was actually one thing that I wanted to mention with the cycling. Uh, there was a mm-hmm. website that I just wanted to share um, for the plan your own cycling trip, just for anybody that wants to see the the extent to which Italy is set up for cyclists. There's a website called pisteciclabili.com and it's P-I-S-T-E dash C-I-C-L-A-B-I-L-I.com and I'll send you that link. But it's by Italian region and for each region you you can click on the region and then you can click on um, a map. You can see all the little icons and you can see all the routes in that region and then there's a table that comes up and it tells you how long the route is how difficult it is how much up and down there is and you can click on the map and you can see the actual route and then you can click on the name of the route and get the actual description it tells you whether it's a paved road or a dirt road i mean it's so so uh, such a huge amount of information for any cyclist planning their own trip it's huge you can go anywhere in italy and find a detailed path with all the information that you need that's so just, awesome it's very thorough you know has yeah. everything that you know that's great well we'll and definitely get that up on the site so that everybody can find that resource yeah and well and then one thing for the hiking too is the um italians are huge hikers and so the club alpino italiano if you're a hiker and you're planning your own trip the club alpino italiano is cai and that's the place to be. That's the place that has the resources, it has guidebooks, it has trail maps, has websites, it has Sunday hikes. Um, the main issue with that I've found is that 90% of it is in Italian, so it's more challenging to navigate as a foreigner. But right. if you ever see, you know, CAI, if the route, if, if it says CAI, follow that route, um, or if you, it, it's, it's a reliable, a reliable resource. Okay. That's great. Awesome. So we'll put that information up on the site for sure so that people have that. So I know, like, we're going from hiking and biking to a really random topic, truffle hunting. I Well, the that, hikers and bikers are hungry, right? So exactly. they have to eat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they might as well eat one of the most expensive foods on the planet. <laughs> as well. Right. 
Exactly. So what can you tell us about truffle hunting? Is there tours that you can organize? Is there a certain time of year that you have to go to do truffle hunting? Yes, and coincidentally, the time that is fabulous for biking in Italy is also, or one of the times of year that is fabulous for biking is also a great time of year for truffle hunting, and that is October. Um, I will say, though, that May or April is probably better for cycling because the days are longer. October, your your sunset is earlier. But um, October is the month of truffles in Italy, and uh, the place to be if you want to go truffle hunting is in Piedmont. Um, That's the place that has it's truffle haven and specifically in the region of Piedmont. So that's up in the North, um, in the North and then on the West. So if you know where, uh, Torino is, um, and then the town that is sort of the famous truffle town where you want to go in Piedmont is Alba. And it has an international truffle fair for about a month. Um, and basically it's a month of October. I think this year it starts October 4th and ends, you know, the first week of November, but it's a gorgeous town worth visiting in its own right. And it is, um, actually close to, um, where the, uh, Italy's cycling museum is because it's the, uh, it's, there's a cycling legend called Il Campionissimo Fausto Coppi, who's from Piedmont. So you could do your truffles and visit your cycling museum. And, um, it's also in a, in a wine country, but, um, so you could go to Alba anytime in October, but you could also go to, um, you know, we used to cycle in, in the Veneto if it's truffle season, I mean, you know, Italians eat local and they eat seasonal. So when truffles are in season, all of Italy is eating truffles. And we used to cycle in the Veneto in October and every dish had truffles on it. Um, and so even though I'm saying go to Piedmont for truffles, um, you could actually, and, and I should, I should give Tuscany and Umbria some, some, some kudos here because, uh, it's really Piedmont, Tuscany and Umbria, but, but Piedmont, Alba the town of Alba is the famous, the famous one. But, um, you know, I've had some requests for people, uh, from people who want to go truffle hunting and it's not as, um, easy of a, of a, of an excursion to plan. You kind of, if you're staying like in an agriturismo or a farm, uh, you can, and, or if you have any kind of inn, then you'll find people who can take you. But a lot of the times the truffle areas are protected and um, they restrict the access. So you can't just, A, you can't just walk there, but then also you need, you need the, um, you need to go on the hunt with a farmer that knows what they're doing and, um, Cause it's very specific. I, I've seen like a, I've seen a little uh, package about uh, a, a segment about um, truffle hunting, and it, it's certainly definitely an art. And you know, they have the dogs that sniff and all that. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's a it's a intensive process to find the truffles. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they ha- they bring the team of dogs, and you have to go to a specific place at a specific time. Um, and yeah, it's protected and, uh, but then, and then you dig up, then you dig up this black hunk of what looks like dirt and then, right. and then it's worth, you know, $5,000 or something. I, I know. Isn't that insane? It's just crazy. That is so much money. Mm-hmm. That little piece of 
fungus, basically, is what it is, really. Yeah, it day. is, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so the other time of year that you want to go truffle hunting, though, is sort of February, March in Umbria, and there's a gorgeous town called um, Norcia, which is famous for pork, but it has a truffle festival in uh, in February and March. So it's kind of flexible. Yeah, so you can really, so you, you know, different times of year that you really can. I think, you know, when you talk about the bicycling and the cycle, uh, the bicycling and the uh, hiking, you know, in the month of October, there's a lot going on in Italy in October, and we're almost down to two minutes before we're done with the show. Believe it or not, it goes by so fast. But yeah. uh, October is a great month, I think, to spend in Italy because there's just so much going on, you know, with the, you know, the vineyards. And, and it's just, such a, mm-hmm. you know, the weather is nice. It's just a beautiful time to go. Yeah, so and I, you're heading into um, the olive harvest as well, which is kind of late October, early November, but or later. But still, you know, you hit people getting ready for that. Well, I think that I need, you know, I'm... I'm I'm going to be writing books. Yeah, I throw all these things out there, and then I am responsible for them. But I'm I'm writing a book, <laughs> so I'm writing a book, and I, you know, decided that I need to go and stay there for you know a little bit of time. So I um, think that maybe I need to make sure that that time includes October. So we are almost out of time. We have a minute left to go. Um, just give us your website. It's ItalyBeyondTheObvious.com. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, okay. it'll be on the com. Come uh, and use the right. information. Absolutely. Please. We'll have you, we're going to have you on again. We're going to talk about um, agriturismos in a couple of weeks, um, and uh, those are places where you can stay and stay on someone's farm. It's fabulous. So we're going to have you back on in a few weeks and talk about that because you are just an amazing resource to the show, and we appreciate you coming on. Uh, in the next yeah. couple of weeks, In the next couple weeks, we have some great guests. We have Erica Rose from The Bachelor Pad is coming on, and Steve Roddy, he's a pageant king. He's coming on at the end of the month, so we have some great shows. This is the La Bella Vida show. This is Dawn Catherine. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Arrivederci. We'll see you next time. Time to say goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Living.